Ming Ming, the elf in charge. Do you know who that is? No. That's Ralphie from A Christmas Story. <laughs> Ow! What? Oh my gosh, it is mm-hmm. Ralphie. What? Have I never seen this movie before? Damn, yeah, that's totally Ralphie. Oh my gosh. Yep. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to the Art of Costume Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Spencer the Elf. What's your favorite color? (gasps) My favorite color is blue. (laughs) Like the ocean. And mine is black, like my soul. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, hello, Spencer. (laughs) Happy holidays. Good to see you. Happy holidays. It's getting festive. It's very exciting. Yeah, it is. We should address that I am currently laying in bed, all cozied up. (laughs) I do love your uh, bedroom holiday decor, though. (laughs) Yeah, I do have Christmas lights up, so I'm getting into the spirit. Just a little under the weather, so I figured I'll just lay down for this one but i'm still full of podcast uh joy and cheer yes holiday cheer seasonal funness (laughs) i made twig stars and attempted to make chocolate peppermint bark this weekend you made what twig stars yeah i I went out into my yard and got twigs and made little stars i'm gonna hang them from the lights in my home i've never heard of this before yeah is I got like twine an and a glue tradition? stick. No, <laughs> it's an Etsy thing. Oh, okay. It was like homemade ornaments. Here are some twig stars. I was like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. Well, I did my annual holiday tradition of going to Target and being disappointed that I missed all the ornaments like I did for the past mm. four or five years. <laughs> You have to get to Target within 48 hours of them putting that stuff on the shelves. Yeah, every year I miss it. I always walk up and I'm like, deep sigh, the aisle's empty. I missed the Baby Yoda ornament for a few years in a row. And now I missed the Ahsoka ornament. It's just, you know, (laughs) miss after miss. But it's just kind of become my annual thing where I just go and get disappointed by the empty shelves. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a tradition. Yeah. (laughs) You have something to try and look forward to. <laughs> Do you have a favorite holiday ornament? Oh, man. I, one of my favorite things to do when we're, like, decorating our our tree, our family tree, is for some reason, there's a lot of ornaments with my sister's face on them mm. as she's when she's, like, a child. So me yeah. and my brother like to take pictures each time we pull one out and send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I don't have any ornaments with pictures of my face on them, considering I live alone, so that'd be a bit much. Uh, that would be a bit I, much. I do have a cheeseburger ornament. I have Ooh. a Jaws ornament this year. And of course, I have all my Nightmare for Christmas ornaments. So that's kind of my thing. That is your thing. Someone did give me once a Game of Thrones ornament. That's Mm. like the Iron Throne. 
I have that uh, one. Yeah, I've never hung it on a tree because I'm scared for both the tree and the ornament. <laughs> I have mine wedged at the top usually as the iron throne. I got it know? like secure. Yeah, but it's like holding on by a thread every time. So this year I put up Jack Skellington at the top. <laughs> that was probably a good call. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I wonder if I got you that ornament. No, it was a um. No, I'm a gonna take credit for Santa. it. That's all right. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> One of my lovely coworkers got that for me for a oh, secret okay. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> now shout out to them. They did a good thing. They did. They did. They listened. You know, I really have a lot of love and appreciation for someone who actually does Secret Santa right. Because some people right? just don't know how to do it. And some it's don't. a bummer every time. Yeah. Yep. You've never <laughs> been disappointed by a Secret Santa. <laughs> That's true. You and I have done it multiple times. And yeah. Elizabeth is always someone you want to like pull your name out of that hat. I do it up. <laughs> we're about, we're about to pull Secret Santas for work, and I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you want Elizabeth to pull your name out because she'll do it right. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. Because <laughs> I'm mentally ill. <laughs> oh, speaking uh, of mentally ill. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about this week's episode? I am. This week we watched Elf. I can't believe that was a good segue. <laughs> we are talking about Elf, everyone's favorite or not favorite holiday movie. I, for one, am a big Elf fan. I know everyone has their favorite holiday movie. Elf is definitely one of mine. It's not the favorite, but it's definitely like a part of my rotation. Yeah, it's now one of my favorites. Like I said, I'd never seen it. This is this was my first time seeing it all the way through. And I loved it. I don't ask me. Don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She said we're Especially, not gonna get into that on this episode. Because <laughs> I don't have any answers, Spencer. I can actually visit vividly remember it like playing in my house during like one of my parents' Christmas parties. Okay. And like I like people were sitting down and watching it and I just did I think I was playing with Barbies so I just mm. did yeah they'll do um, it well Elizabeth this was Elf uh, was lots amazing. of people watch this movie <laughs> it's very good yeah no uh, I yeah, was it's pleasantly good. surprised it's... what did you like about it um it was just fun and it was just mm -hmm. lighthearted. yeah and it was just like it was it was 90 minutes and you were like this is this is going well, like the whole time, <laughs> especially I think because Buddy never really like gives up. He's got that like can do attitude. Yeah. So you're always just like, you go, buddy, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Will Ferrell gives a master class in acting in this film. He is so He's good. So in good. It. I don't I don't think he gets enough credit, I guess, for because it's a holiday movie. But he's yeah. really good in it. It's very funny. It is excellent. It is Excellent. And please give us a summary so we can really jump into this. Sure. Buddy was accidentally transported to the North Pole as a toddler and raised to adulthood among Santa's elves. Unable to shake the feeling they doesn't fit in. <laughs> the adult Buddy travels to New York in a full elf uniform. And let's say in a full elf costume in search of his real father. As it happens, this is Walter Hobbs, a cynical businessman 
After DNA test proves this, Walter reluctantly attempts to start a relationship with the childlike buddy with increasingly chaotic results. And that is Elf. <laughs> that is Elf. And I <laughs> I love that this starts by Santa accidentally kidnapping a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it starts on a dark note, honestly. <laughs> it, like, it's like this, this orphanage with a nun. Being like, okay, children, like, go to sleep. <laughs> and then it's Santa back at the North Pole discovers a human child has, like, snuck into his bag of gifts. And they just keep the kid. Yeah, instead of returning him or calling the police, they just keep the baby. Yeah. And they give him a really, really uh, basic name. They just call him Buddy because that's the name of his diaper company, so... Thank I God they, it wasn't Huggies or something. Right? I think they, like, <laughs> mistook it for his name. I don't think they were, like, let's just name him after the diaper. Oh, right. Yeah, no, they thought his name was Buddy because of the diaper. Because they're elves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's go behind the costumes. We have director John Favreau. I love that man. And then... <laughs> uh the incredible costume designer, Laura Jean Shannon. Wow. I did not know this was a Laura Jean Shannon film. Right? I actually met her this year at Comic-Con, and I had no idea I was talking to the costume designer of Elf. Hey, Laura. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, the confusion, considering a lot of what she does now, uh, that's actually, you know, a fair confusion. But her notable work includes Requiem for a Dream, mm. Blade, Trinity, Zathura, A Space Adventure. <laughs> Zathura, that was a blast from the past <laughs> just now, man. <laughs> Iron Man, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, The Jungle Book from 2016, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And recently, she has been... Uh, in the realm of superheroes as a specialty costume designer for The Boys, Stargirl, Doom Patrol, and Titans. Mm, yeah, she's killing it right now. She's really in uh, that boys universe right now. Yeah, she um, is like cranking out the superhero costumes currently. And they all look really, really cool. I need to get into those shows. I admittedly haven't watched any of like The Boys or... Uh, Gen V or Gen Z? I think Gen, it's Gen V. I think it's Gen V. I really want to watch The Boys too. Um, I've just heard distressing things about it. <laughs> well, our very good friend Laura Montgomery did the costumes for Gen V also, so I've been wanting oh, to get yeah. into it. Oh, um, now I have to watch it. Yeah. But anyways, Laura Jean Shannon, I, I hear so many good things about her all the time, and she's very sweet in person, and... Um, yeah, she's one of the best of the best. And she did Elf. Can you imagine doing Elf and Iron Man right? in the same resume? <laughs> right? Within the same decade? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Zathura, like, all over the oh, map. Oh, man. Zathura was the one with the big old space lizards, right? I think so. That's another yeah. one where, like, I feel like I've watched it, but I'm really not sure. It's kind of traumatizing in, like, a good way. <laughs> I just remember Kirsten Stewart being in it and being like, oh, my gosh, Kirsten Stewart, because it was like Twilight Times. <laughs> now I'm confused. Anyways, <laughs> not sure. Is that yeah, the one with the house this. in outer space? 
yeah, it was Kirsten yeah. Stewart in that. Yeah. I bet you Daniel's seen this movie. Oh my gosh, she was in it. Yeah. She was in it with one Josh Hutcherson. Okay. Well, can't be right about anyway. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Elf. Uh, Laura Jean, within the last couple of years, was on the Lasting Looks podcast. Oh, and I love Lasting Looks. It, it's a gr- really good one. If you like us, you will love them. <laughs> uh, on the show, she talked about getting the job for Elf. Uh, now, Laura Jean had worked for John Favreau on his directorial debut film, Made. And during that time, they developed a strong working relationship. And when Elf came around, John called her to do the costumes, telling her he wanted to make a Christmas classic that was evocative of the claymation Christmas specials they grew up with. Yeah. Which, if you don't see that influence, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, like... Have you seen enough Christmas movies? It's so yeah. obvious. <laughs> Elf is pulled right out of the claymation from Rudolph yeah. to, I mean, there Just, it's all there. There's there's like a million and two of these claymation uh, movies from like the 60s, I think. Yeah, 60s I actually and might 70s. watch one now. I'm kind of I'm kind of reminiscing <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> actually, after Elf, I like looked for it a little bit, but I, I couldn't find one. So I'm like, ha- I have to search more. And it really helped them create Elf's classic look. Um, Laura Jean said to Feeling Christmassy (laughs) in an interview that the film was inspired by some iconic imagery from Christmas specials from the past. The classics that stick with us all. In our effort to create our own Christmas classic, it was important to make sure we had our own distinct stylistic voice while still evoking the warm nostalgic feelings that come from childhood memories of stories held dear at Christmas time. Oh, I love that. Which, it is very nostalgic. It is. And they they really had to like walk the line carefully cuz they almost got into some like copyright issues. Oh yeah. I heard about that. You know that documentary on Netflix, like yes. the how movies are made or whatever. Yeah, they, the movies they get that into, made us. Yeah, they get into that, and I—that's when I actually almost texted you and was like, "Hey, we're doing the Elf episode soon." But of course, you already saw it. Yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> I watched it for a second time just to be like, "Do do, do any information in here?" Yeah. Uh, okay, she's unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, she's unfortunately not in the special. She was asked to be, but like, really, she just at the time. She she didn't she was busy and like just didn't really have time to be on it right um but yeah so they almost got into some hot water <laughs> <laughs> um but they worked almost it all ended out up on the naughty list so all, to say mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> but it all worked out and right after this break we are gonna dive right into the north pole i'm so ready Thank you. 
ready for some holiday cheer. I'm always ready for some holiday cheer, especially when it comes to Santa costumes. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, Elf has one of the best Santas ever. They do. It's played by Ed Asner, right? Yes. He's such a joyous Santa. He really killed this role. He really does. And I I love how, like, like all the other elves, he really just becomes like a parental figure to Buddy. And it's just kind of like, yes, son. (laughs) He's also like a real kind of like New Yorker in a way, too. Like, I love that scene in Central Park. He turns around with the tire iron. Yes. (laughs) So good. Uh, Yeah, a great Santa. Great Santa. And one of the first really distinctive pieces we see of Santa's costume is his suspenders. And Laura Jean told Feeling Christmassy, I found that ribbon and fell in love with it. I knew I wanted to prominently feature it because it embodied that old time folksy feeling. Wow. I see. I've never noticed the ribbon just because I feel like I've seen Elf 2000 times in my lifetime. And so I've never really watched it as a costume film. But now going back and seeing the ribbons, it is very attention to detail in those ribbons. It's it does have like a folksy feel to it. It really does. And when you said attention to detail, that's absolutely something she was focused on. Um, Because also to feeling Christmassy, she talked about the buttons. She said Santa's other costumes actually had custom made buttons that we commissioned an artist to sculpt and cast in bronze so we could get a rough hewn handmade quality in a large scale that was complemented Santa's proportions and fabrics well. The same artist made all of the elves' buckles. We had quite an army of craftspeople in both New York and Vancouver really lending their amazing skills to bringing the vision to life. It was very fun and exciting. <laughs> Laura Jean Shannon had her own workshop of elves working right? on Right? That's it sounds what like. I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like handcrafted buttons? Like who does that? Yeah. And what's funny about it too is like, for this type of film, you don't have to do that, you no. know? <laughs> but of course, Laura Jean Shannon did. And that's why it's such a classic is for that attention to detail because they could have just gone away with so many things, I'm sure, with Elf, and they still didn't take it for granted. They didn't. And she, like, she really wanted to make this special and unique. She told Feeling Christmassy, I made very strict rules for our North Pole elves, and their costumes were an amalgamation of many cultures and times. We wanted them to be people of the world, so I researched folklore and art from many cultures and many time periods that spoke to the patterns of design for their embellishments. Mm, Which I'm like, I feel like that research is really what kind of made elf its own style like apart from the claymation inspiration which is very obvious it's like all these little embroideries and like details that make it special and the shapes and the colors too yeah 
Absolutely. I And I love the array of colors and just how they kind of look like ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered what the significance of the colors are, like why each elf has a certain color. Because um, it doesn't look very specific to it's Mm-mm. all. It seems kind of random, actually. So I'm like, I, if I were an elf, I'd hope I get the blue one. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Not that I mentioned earlier that it was my favorite color or anything. But yeah. <laughs> you actually would look good in a blue elf costume. Thank I could you. see it. Thank I just you. would not want the green and the yellow. I would not look good no. in that. No, I wouldn't want that either. But you know who pulls it off? Bob Newhart. I yes. love this man. <laughs> he's a legend. Uh, he's a, he he was in so many shows I liked. We're talking about Papa Elf, right? Papa Elf, yes, he's Papa yeah, okay. Elf. <laughs> yeah, Papa Elf kills it. He's I mean, I you almost want him to be your dad a little bit. If you had an yeah. elf that was a dad, you'd you want like I'm like, can you please like be my grandpa like can you please ask santa to kidnap me and bring me to live with you for the rest of my adult life right right <laughs> like I, i'd be fine with that uh but i love it but i also love that how committed everyone was to the tights yes uh, because it's not it's not exactly something easy to do, I guess. No. And Will Ferrell and Papa Elf, they really jump right into it. They do. They do. But one specific detail that you might not notice right away about the elves, there is no Velcro in the North Pole. Laura Jean told Feeling Christmassy, we had the costumes constructed with per- period seam lines and hook and eye closures. There was no Velcro at the North Pole. Well, at least none you could see. The belts <laughs> needed some to stay on straight. <laughs> Dang, that, that's so much work, too. It's it's really impressive. I'm already like a new found love for Elf and the costumes already because I just can't believe there's this much detail. And do you want to know what else is amazing? Hmm. She had to make all of this twice because they used Force perspective in the scenes with Will Ferrell to make him look so much larger than everybody else. So she had to have costumes for the adult elves and then also their child counterparts. No way. Yes. I had no idea. You had no idea. That's sickening. I don't. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Dang, that's a lot of elf costumes. It's a lot oh, of elf man. costumes. I didn't realize they did that. They did a forced perspective. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's how they did pretty much all of the scenes in the North Pole where where Buddy is clearly not an elf. <laughs> man, where are all these elf costumes now? I wonder. Either destroyed or locked away somewhere <laughs> or at the north pole elizabeth uh, mm, this is true spencer <laughs> uh, another thing i love about elf is they have so many like very subtle cameos including spencer you remember ming ming the like the elf in charge yeah the one that kind of has a little bit of an attitude of buddy the whole time yeah do you know who that is <laughs> no that's Ralphie from A Christmas what? Story. Oh, what? Oh my gosh, it is Ralphie. Mm-hmm. 
have I never seen this movie before? I just don't understand. Yeah, that's totally Ralphie. Oh my yeah. gosh. Isn't oh. that crazy? I guess I'm watching Elf again tonight. <laughs> I guess you are. I guess you are. Especially after we talk about Will Ferrell's Elf costume. Oh yeah. The moment we've all been waiting for. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Because as you can imagine... Laura Jean had a little bit of a hard time making a elf costume on a grown man seem plausible. (laughs) I can't imagine why. (laughs) She told Feeling Christmassy, it was less a challenge dressing Will Ferrell due to his size and more a challenge to make sure nothing seemed off-putting or in bad taste. After all, I had to dress a grown man in tights and a cutaway coat. Needless to say, we did have a fair amount of fittings to be sure we struck the right balance between absurd and adorable. That's so funny. Can you imagine that task? Because there's such a there's such a fine line happening here in this costume. It yeah. could go wrong at any moment. And it's like right on the borderline the whole yes. time. The whole time. And like he like he looks so perfect in it, though. Everything stays where it's supposed to. Like the proportions are perfect. And Will Ferrell did an interview with Wilson Morales for BlackFilm.com. And Wilson asked, how did wearing the elf suit change you? (laughs) And Will Ferrell replied, it's always nice to have something Like that, especially in the wardrobe area, that immediately kind of helps you become the character. The elf outfit immediately. I didn't have to try too hard once I got in the tights. It was kind of a perfect visual. (laughs) I I love that he's like the tights. The tights are what did it. (laughs) Yeah, it's very like we always talk about how the costume helps people like actors find a character And what's more, like, vulnerable than putting on those very, 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 very tight yellow tights with the elf costume? I mean, that will bring you into Buddy the Elf almost immediately. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, What doesn't exactly bring you into the holiday spirit, though, is the uh, costumes at the department store. Largene told Feel... Feeling Christmassy, juxtaposed to the elves at the department store who were a ragtag bunch of thrown together pieces in synthetic fabric with obviously showing elastic and hot glue gun element. (laughs) For the elves in the North Pole, it was the trick was to have them be fun and appealing while still having distinctly commercial and less magical <laughs> vibe to them. These are the elves that <laughs> are gone down a road less traveled, it seems. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's more realistic and authentic. Like we all yeah. I mean, we all know what it's like to work in retail during the holidays mm-hmm. and you have to wear some campy festive stuff that you don't love and that's what's happening here until buddy comes and kind of you know brings some joy and positivity which is really the essential theme to this film but now i get it seeing everyone just working nine to five and these elf costumes just hoping that five is right around the corner (laughs) right 
Like, I can feel, um, we have the wonderful Zoe Deschanel playing Jovi, and, like, her hat, like, I can feel her hat. So remember at the scholarship store, they had us wear the Christmas, the Santa hats at Christmas. It looks like it's made out of like felt maybe with some puffy paint on it. I I can just feel how like itchy that hat is. (laughs) No one's having a good time here. No one's having a good time. Except at the end, I do, I do like when the manager has to play Santa Claus. Oh yeah. Because of the fight. (laughs) I do love that one scene where they're all together like singing. Uh, And you get to see so many more of like the holiday employees. And I'm like, they really do do it up these like for like Christmas. Like they go all out at the store. New York does not mess around with the holidays. That's for sure. It does not. And I also like how she made Jovi like stand out because the rest are all in like these like very green like elf suits with like some gold accents mm-hmm. and she's like the predominant colors red with like the green accents gold accents like jovi's got everything going on yeah and jovi's a little bit more festive compared to everyone else which is why i think she kind of stands out a little bit like a like a beautiful christmas tree ornament when buddy sees her yes actually there's that moment where the light kind of like shines above her a little bit right yeah because he's like it's the most beautiful woman i've ever seen yeah (laughs) and he says like that's a beautiful tree and she's like what Oh, so sweet. Oh, that was great. What was also great was the manager. Because, like, he had such manager energy, especially with the, like, little string of, like, (laughs) the holiday light necklace. (laughs) Which was that. I'm like, I forgot about those. Those were so popular. I was like, you're like, you would put it on. You were like, I dressed up for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) This manager was so relatable. He's just like, work is, you know, this is this is your life. You love work. You come yep. here every day and just have a good time yep. because this is what you love to do. And you, you just see on his face that he doesn't believe a single word that he's saying. You know, he's like, he doesn't want to be here, but he needs to pretend like yes. this is everything. And oh, the, man. <laughs> the Gimple's manager is uh, played by Faison Love. Mm-hmm. But you will notice his name tag says Wanda. <laughs> what? Because apparently Wanda Sykes was originally supposed to play the manager. What? But had to drop out at the last minute. Okay. But they just went ahead and just used her name tag anyway. That's so, hilarious. Even that though is... that's not his character name, it's the name on the name tag. That's so funny. Because <laughs> why does Which, it matter? But then it also, doesn't. Wanda would have killed that role too. That would have been funny have. to watch. Uh,. A lot of the humans, especially his dad, Walter. Oh, man. Walter Hobbs played the James Conn who just passed away. Yes. Uh, he was so great in this film. And I just watched The Godfather the other night, which is why I'm super excited because he's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I loved uh, watching that Netflix documentary we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, how everyone was like nervous for James to be on set because he's like this prolific kind of like serious actor. Yeah. And apparently he was, like, such a joy to be on set, it seems like. Everyone was, like, totally wrong in their expectations. And he's, like, the perfect person to play Buddy's dad. Like, the most serious, not loving person you can think of. Yeah, he is, like, he's 
I mean, he's on the naughty list, so he's not exactly warm and fuzzy. Yeah. But I, I do love that, like, a lot of his wardrobe, it's not, like, black and, like, ooh, I'm serious, serious. Because he's also a children's book author. Or yeah. not author. Um, Publisher, I guess. Publisher, I there we go. <laughs> he wears a lot of tan, though. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's very... Uh, it's like that New York kind of trench coat look, but yeah. then also I, I hate to say, but it gives like a little bit of like a Donald Trump vibe, a little bit. Um, that, I mean, that's the like that's that type of New Yorker, I like businessy type yeah. of lots of money, only cares about mm-hmm. profits type of look, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I think of, but yeah, the costumes really say a lot about that character. Just like I love seeing. Um, Oh, my, oh, Michael, who plays the younger son. Yeah. I'm like, that That costume is so distinctive. It's such a time that. and place. Yeah, this is such a time <laughs> and place. The beanie, like, I had that beanie, for the sure. The massive jacket. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like we were, like, honest, I mean, you probably not as much because you're a California boy. Yeah. But, like, over here in the winter, like, Especially in the 2000s, people just had like massive puffy jackets. Like they weren't yeah. like all sleek and streamlined like they were today. <laughs> um, it was just like such a throwback. As was Jovi's wardrobe outside of work. It's very cute. I, it's yeah. And I'm like, this is like quintessential 2000s. I was like, this is what like the 2000s like core people are trying to achieve yeah it's it works so much and it doesn't it doesn't feel dated though that's what's great about these costumes is none of it feels dated to me it feels like it's relevant to the time but also it's it's just timeless which is really a testament to laura jean shannon and her team um what what is it timeless though which is funny is the costume that buddy wears on his date with jovi it feels very much like <laughs> it's so funny because he's I'm guessing he's wearing Walter's clothes. Yes. I'm assuming he's so like he puts, a caricature of his father. Yeah, he's trying to be. And it's just like something about it's off in the most perfect way. The hat yeah. is hilarious to me every time. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, my gosh. The hat is so funny. And, you know, like that jacket and like the tie and stuff. You're, it's probably so nice. Yeah. And it's like probably something like. Emily, his wife, bought for him that was like, oh, this is so like nice and trendy. And, you know, he just like stuck in the back of his wardrobe. Right. (laughs) But then, of course, Buddy pulled it out because it's probably like the most fun piece of clothing the man has. He doesn't care. It's like he doesn't know what designer is and isn't, you know, he's just like, oh, this looks fun. Emily knows what designer is and isn't, though. Emily does for sure. Emily has taste. She looks so chic through this whole thing. Yeah, it's almost like Walter doesn't deserve Emily at times. You're like, Emily's just... (laughs) Emily is one of the most understanding people in all of film and television. Oh my gosh, yeah. She really puts up with a lot in this house. Yes, and she is unfazed. Like, she's like, oh my gosh, it's great that you have another son. Yeah, as she's sitting there, like, watching this man make, like, chocolate spaghetti for breakfast every morning. And she's like, okay, well, I guess this is it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She's like, he's family. 
we will work through this. It's going to be okay. But no, I won't stay home just because you think I should take care of him. Yeah. Bye, Walter. <laughs> team Emily for life. Yes. Uh, and of course, we got to see one Peter Dinklage in this film, which is pretty cool. I always forget he's in this. I know. I was. I knew he was in it, but I was still surprised when like he showed up because his character is so serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Tyrion, is that you? <laughs> but t- Peter Dinklage is a very serious actor he now, now that I think of it. He plays very serious roles. And the Miles Finch character, I totally see what's happening with this costume. He's like that very, he's an author, a little bit artsy, which is why the color's a little bit more fun, but still very business, very... Yeah. Very nothing's out of place with this character, but his sleeves are a little bit rolled up because he's serious and here to get down to business. And yeah, there's a lot of storytelling happening in Piles' costumes and his cute little book of ideas of farm animals (laughs) and whatnot. children's books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The way he like talks about his ideas and how it'll make so a child bad. feel. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, but, you take this so seriously. Yeah. And then after Buddy and Jovi save Christmas, we have these excellent, excellent credit scenes after Jovi and Buddy have gotten married and they have their baby Susie and they're visiting the North so Papa Elf can see Susie. <laughs> it's so cute. Jovi's costume is, I mean, phenomenal. It's yes. on point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also, I love, because like, no, you, I don't think we've seen anyone else in the North Pole wearing like the pink color. Yeah, it's, it's it seems like a new color. Yeah, I think it is. And I'm like, is this like the visitor color? Like the like you get like the most like fun color. So we know to give you like a good time. Right. (laughs) That sounds crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She's just I mean, she has so much love and positivity and joy. So she gets her own color and Susie in the cute little pink elf hat. I mean, I when you have a kid one day, I got to get them like a little pink elf yes. hat. Yes. <laughs> it be so cute. Their first Christmas, we'll have I'll, I will have like an elf photo shoot with my child. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to have your man like sitting on Santa's uh, on oh. Papa Elf's lap though. Absolutely. <laughs> I can convince my dad to do that. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is so much fun. It's just this movie has so much joy in it. It does. It really is a modern classic. Like, I feel like because it's been about 20 years since this came out. And it's just weird to think of something that came out when we were children as being a classic. Yeah. But it really is. And it like it's just joyful. You can just be happy while watching it. There's nothing really serious going on. Yeah, and what's interesting about it too is I feel like the last great like holiday movies really came out in that time period because I don't really feel like much comes out these days that really gets to like that classic status, you know? Like back yeah. then we had The Grinch, Jingle All the Way, Elf Christmas with the cranks. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my favorites, but still, like, so many came out that time. And now, today, it's, you know, I don't know. I, There's can I say something? Good, 
<laughs> There's good holiday movies, but I won't say classics. Can I say something really strange? Yeah. I feel like we're currently in a renaissance of Hallmark-esque Christmas movies. Okay. We <laughs> <laughs> just said pause. Because <laughs> there's just so many of them coming out, and they're so ridiculous. And, like, some of them I'm just like, what? But they're also very, like, you put it on and you do your Christmassy stuff. And you just, like, feel better about your life and your day. <laughs> and that just, like, is what it is. I'm, like, because, like, when I think about, like, like, really, like, Christmas movies that came out recently that I really, like, that I think is trying to be, like, a good classic Christmas movie. All I can think of is that Kristen Stewart one, which I do like, but then it always oh. makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> off Dan Levy. Yeah. I didn't see that one, but I wanted to. Um, the Hallmark is definitely having a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the, like, the really good, like, more theatrical, I should say, quality Christmas movies that do come out, there tends to be, like, a very serious side to them as well. Yeah. Which is Try fine. Teach us but I'm... lessons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break, but while we take this break, you all need to think of your favorite holiday movies and then email us during this break so we could read them perhaps in the future. All right, Elizabeth, let's go get some cookies and eggnog and stuff. Yes. Hi, this is Dan, audio engineer of the podcast, here to let you know that if you wanted to support the show, you can head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome TeePublic merch with the podcast logo, such as a shirt, coffee mug, stickers, and of course, a baby onesie. Thanks for all your support. favorite game i am i've been i took the entire break to just kind of sit back and reflect and i think i have come up with an answer so daniel roll the track the one costume to rule them all spencer what's your one costume to rule them all I think my one costume ruled them all. It's just going to have to be the Buddy the Elf costume because I feel like Laura Jean Shannon had a close to impossible task of dancing around, dressing this grown man to be a very childlike elf while having adult male physicalities do it. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, they were definitely dancing around what could have been a problem and they yeah. were able to make it one of the most like iconic images of a generation. You know, like everyone, yeah. when you think of holiday movies, you think of the green elf costume like that. And so I think it really worked out. And I think that deserves a one costume rule them all shout out. 
I I couldn't agree more, though I chose something completely different. (laughs) (laughs) I chose Jovi's elf costume. Yeah. I mean, that's very you. Yeah, it is very. The whole look is very me. (laughs) And I just love how it like compliments Buddy and their baby. And she's just clearly like chilling in the North Pole, living her best life. Yeah. And it's just like, it's the energy it has. I really love it. And I'm like, this is the Christmas energy we all need. It's very pink. It's very sweet and just lovely to look at. And this entire film has been so much fun. I'm so glad we got to talk about Elf. Me too. And if you want to give us your thoughts on Elf or one costume to rule them all, you can leave us a voicemail at 626-515-1826 or email us at theartacostume at gmail.com. Spencer. Oh, man. Elizabeth, is it time? It's time. What are we watching next week? All right. So this is a doozy. Um, Sorry, I have to sit up for this one. (laughs) You literally just sat up. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going into our season finale of season three next week. Which means we have to end with an absolute banger of an episode. (laughs) And I think between Elizabeth and I, we have devised just that. I think so. So. And if you were a Patreon subscriber of us back in the day, you know that we were doing a very fun series that we never finished. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) next week for the 20th anniversary we are going to be watching The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Yes! Which I am beyond excited about because we actually have a very special guest joining us. Daniel, can you give us a little drum roll, please? Elizabeth, we are going to be joined by Academy Award winner, costume designer of The Lord of the Rings, Nyla Dixon. <laughs> and I just... I can't even believe. I am so excited. Everyone should be so excited, especially because you like tracked her down. I tracked her to the ends of Middle Earth (laughs) to bring her to the podcast and we've succeeded. We're going to meet with her tomorrow. And Elizabeth, I have to admit, I am nervous. (laughs) I am so nervous, too. I'm like, (laughs) this woman, like quite frankly probably changed the trajectory of my life <laughs> yeah both for li- with if, her costume was, design without nyla dixon i don't think elizabeth and i would be here like no. doing this podcast so i probably wouldn't know you honestly <laughs> oh man that's dark because <laughs> i no, i only went to fit them for their costume program that's true yeah i mean it's, it's very true um so we're very excited Elizabeth and I are going to start working on that. And I hope you're all very excited to be having uh, the Legend of Legends on our podcast. Uh, I wonder if she'll want to play one costume rule them all. I don't know if I could even ask her that. I... <laughs> yeah, that would have to be up to you because I don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. And in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Art of Costume Pod, on TikTok at the Art of Costume Hit up our merch store for your holiday gifts at theartofcostume.com slash podstore. And don't forget to leave us a five-star text review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You could rate us on there as well. It really does help. 
Elizabeth, I'll see you in Middle Earth. I'll see you in Middle Earth, Spencer. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at the Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. Thank you.